Hi, welcome to Rewire. This is Janelle PT, and today we're looking at beating eating trigger number four, relationships. Relations are the fourth and final category of eating triggers. We've already looked at sensations, how you feel chemically, and the sensations inside. We've looked at locations, which is the physical places you find yourself in as triggers. We've looked at emotions, how you feel, particularly upstairs in your brain. Now we're gonna look at how other people influence what you eat. You might say, my day goes fine until other people interrupt it. You have your plan set out. This is at work or managing the home, but it also occurs when you're managing your diet. Other people can put you off track. We've also called these hecklers and saboteurs. I guess the most dangerous saboteur or relationship trigger can be your partner who just doesn't want you to get in shape or doesn't want you to lose weight. They keep feeding you or offering you food or say, you're depriving yourself, you're taking it too seriously. It may be because they like you the way you are. They think you're going to change. They think they might lose you. They don't want you to get in shape, so they say, well, why should you do it? There are strong triggers for relationships and it's important to identify these and work on ways to change them. You won't always get rid of this trigger. There's no doubt about that. So let's be upfront about it. There are different ways of dealing with people as triggers. Ask yourself these questions to think about how relationships influence your eating. First question is, is food and eating a big part of, and of celebrations in my family or social circle? If every time your family or friends get together, it's always eating food, say high calorie or high fat, high sugar foods, and you don't do that a lot, then there's no doubt you're going to have both the location trigger, maybe the emotional trigger, and also the relationship trigger as well you can see these sort of grow in their power. The second one, I am encouraged to eat or drink by others when I don't want to. I guess if you think, well, hey, if I had it my way, I wouldn't eat these things. You've got to think, the next time somebody offers me food, I've got to stand fast, hold my resolve and say, no, thank you. Say, look, it is lovely, but I've actually just eaten and I'm really full. Don't be concerned about offending the cook. That's the third question. Do I need to fit in so I don't offend the cook? In your tip sheet, there's a picture there of a gentleman being fed like a fish, perhaps from his partner. She may be feeding him up. The subtitle is women feed their men to death. It means that you've got to say, I don't need to fit in. The food's fantastic but I'm actually full, I'm satisfied. The last question, do some people trigger certain feelings that lead to overeating? It may be the people that trigger the emotions that we just looked at in the last segment. When you're aware of your relationship eating triggers, you can start to use some of the strategies to deal with these triggers. The first one is to avoid the trigger. Spend less time with the person who appears to be encouraging you to overeat. You may say, well, how can I get rid of them? I'm married to them. 
I know. <laughs> it's not always easy. It may mean that if it's friends or workmates or other people say, look, I'm going to expose myself less to that trigger. I remember somebody who told me I'm not playing tennis anymore. I thought, what do you mean? That was a good activity. They said, no, Tuesdays was cake day and all the women there, they got upset with me because I wouldn't bring a cake. So I said, easy, I'll ditch the calories and I'll go for a walk by myself. So that's an example of avoiding the trigger. The second one is celebrate without food. Where possible, set up some time away from food at family get-togethers. Go to the beach, go to the park, even just get out in the backyard. Just get away from the kitchen, away from the dining room to reduce those triggers of being in relationships with people there. Next one, just say no. Look after yourself by simply saying no to offers of food. It's not going to offend the cook. Ask for support. You've got to discuss with your partner, your family, your friends, or even your workmates, how you're eating and what your activity goals are and how they can help you. How they can support you in achieving these goals. If they don't know what they are, they may not even realize they're sabotaging something that they wouldn't want to sabotage. The last one, share your feelings. Explain to the person influencing your eating habits exactly how you feel when they behave in certain ways. It could be, when you do this, it makes me feel like this. I'm on a diet. I really want to change how we feel and how we act here. It's not always easy. It may mean working on relationships more than actually working on food. It's not always easy. Talking to someone directly who is pulling your trigger may be a good thing to do. It may show, hey, I'm strong here and I'm going to do this. At least talking to somebody else about it too. It might be just saying, hey, don't offer me any more food. I really need your support. We're not going to go out and party around food as much. It's the relationship. When that changes and improves, chances are you'll motivate them as well. They'll say, oh, great. I was thinking the same thing. You might be surprised how fixing relationships can fix your food, fix your diet, and keep your diet on track more days of the week. Thanks for listening.